Welcome to episode 268 of Crack the Customer Code. Please wait one moment and we'll buzz you in. So, Jeannie, I am considering getting a microchip for you so I can keep track of your whereabouts and see if you're working on this podcast. Oh, I thought you were going to get the microchip so I could have like a remote. That would be awesome. (laughs) Have you met me? (laughs) <laughs> so yeah it's been all in the news uh you know, a few weeks ago microchipping employees this became a thing uh so there is a company and let me see if i can get the name here that uh basically uh three market square they can essentially uh, get a chip size like a chip the size of a grain of rice injected uh between their thumb and index finger and it's similar to what you do with the dog. You microchip them. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's got RFID, RFID technology. And then they can basically just walk through the office and do things like pay for food and all kinds of stuff, just putting their hand up to it. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> have, I, have I gotten you paranoid enough, Jeannie? <laughs> you have. Well, yes, that. And because <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Adam is one of the most paranoid. I'm not paranoid. But helpful. <laughs> people around internet security and things like that um yeah i think well first of all let's let's declare i'm not paranoid because paranoid means i think people are out to get me i don't think people are out to get me uh i believe in assessing risk so (laughs) and when we talk about assessing risk that's where i think this becomes an interesting topic because i think people that just choose to willy-nilly do this don't often think about what are the potential negative consequences that it could have Right. And I think this is a really interesting cultural question um, because I I saw a news piece about this and the CEO basically said, hey, we're not making anybody do this. This is an option. But still, employees are signing up for it. And what that means is that they are, you know, getting this injected or however they get it in there, where when they're sleeping, when they're uh out and about, it's still with them. And it's not just with them in the office. It's not like an ID card that you take off. It's something that's always with you. And I wonder what it's like for those people who are like, eh, no, this isn't something I'm interested in doing. I'm, I'm wondering about how this culture will play out in the next several months. You know, will more people get microchipped and then put pressure on those who haven't or vice versa? It's a really interesting question. Well, and that's the thing with the microchipping. Well, we'll, we'll step back. First of all, it's very important. They're not making them do it. And that's, I think, uh, you know, wherever you fall on uh, government involvement in business and things like that, uh, I'd say it would be very, uh, it's very important that uh, companies should not be able to force their um, employees to put anything in their body. So voluntary, (laughs) that's a key. No, I think that's a really important, you know, it sounds funny now, but will it Mm -hmm. be funny in 10 years? Right. I don't Uh, know. And the thing is, with this chip, what's interesting is there are just so many options where you can essentially do the same thing, a bracelet, a ring, mm-hmm. uh, without putting something in your body that is not easy to get out. You know, it requires mm-hmm. you having to basically cut the thing out, right? Right. right. So, you know, there, there are other options. So what's interesting, though, is how many people just said yes, they were excited about mm-hmm. it. And this is where we talk sometimes about like what drives your customers, what's important to them. And convenience is one of the main drivers of 
humanity right now. We all want things more convenient. We want them to fit into our lives. So instead of waiting in line, we want an app that tells us it's your t- it's you know your turn now so we can go about our lives. We want all of these things. And yet this level of convenience, which is basically putting in this microchip so that the doors will unlock and I can buy snacks at the office, um, it opens up a whole discussion about where else could this be used and what would people be willing to do? Because let's say they've got this one in their hand and then their bank says, well, we are no longer relying on IDs because they can be forged, so we need to microchip you. And that's your idea at the bank. And then when you go to the grocery store, they say, well, now this is the only way to pay. Are we going to be walking around with like 18 microchips in us? <laughs> that's where it gets interesting. That's a great point, Jeannie, is when it becomes forced, right? When it becomes mm-hmm. mandatory. I mean, right now they've already started that at banks, not with microchipping, but uh, with fingerprints and thumbprints, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, now, so you've got that already to begin with. Right. And so that's another sort of uh, biomarker that uh, mm-hmm. is now mandatory. And so I think the question becomes, one, where does it sort of start and end from what pe- what companies are allowed to do? Yeah, I think the employer side is going to be easier in the future because mm-hmm. I think it'll be I think uh, people will have an easier time either passing a law if, it, if that's where it gets to saying that employees uh, cannot be forced to do these things, except in certain industries that, you know, where there's maybe security issues or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you work for the CIA, well, you know, <laughs> good luck. Right. To you. Uh, but, but, you know, you know for, no, for normal straight up business, I think employee protection is very well ingrained uh, mm-hmm. in this area, in the area of privacy, and it, it's well codified in law and in practice and in liability with HR practice. Uh, so I, I see that being easier. Where I think it becomes much trickier is it's going to be when companies require it to use their product. Right. Because the theory, and this is the theory that I'm going to uh, dissemble a little bit, the theory, uh, disassemble, excuse me, not dissemble. That would mean I'm not using my words well. Um <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in theory, there's a competitive marketplace and you can go elsewhere. Right. Right. So you're not being forced to use their service. But the reality is, in many cases, you are forced to use a lot of services by default. I mean, if, 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 if all three of the operating systems for phones <laughs> required you to have a microchip to mm-hmm. use their operating system with your phone... Right. Well, in theory, you can go to the other one, but not if all three require it. Well, and that brings another question to me, which is, you know, if this is about convenience with a capital C, meaning that if you didn't have this, you would be hindered from just interacting with the world in the way that you want, how young would people want to do this? Like, if, if we're offering convenience through these different mechanisms... Are kids going to want to do this because it's easier? Because then you could just go to the store and buy something by waving your hand around and parents can, you know, upload or provide money in the account. I mean, there are all sorts of crazy questions around this. And I like your idea that you mentioned where maybe it's a bracelet or maybe it's a ring. And maybe in the future, that's like instead of carrying our phone around, we're, we're all going to be wearing these bracelets 
which some of us are already with Fitbits and things, but these, you know, ID bracelets essentially that have all this information in there with the services that we have agreed to microchip in this bracelet. I mean, it it's it's such brave new world stuff that it's a little baffling, but it's also I think we do have to start thinking about this. We have to think about the consequences. We have to think about the opportunities and where this could take us or where this might take us that we don't want to go too. Well, yeah, that's, I think that's the point of this episode is to really, as we have a lot of organizational leaders listening, is to think about the broader perspective on this because it's, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of opportunity and there's also a lot of risk. I mean, RFID, RFID technology is passive. So the things in this example that people are putting in their body are, are they're passive. You have to have a reader. Right. You know, and there's no power source. So it's not like. Doesn't transmit all this kind of stuff. Yeah. However, that's this. Right. <laughs> what will it be in three years? What will it be in five years? What will it be in order to use this service or that service? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when you require somebody to put it in their body, it gets really tricky. I mean, uh, there's an article. I can see if I can remember it. We can try to link to it. You know, Facebook Messenger and a bunch of apps, if you don't specifically know to turn it off, they're actually listening to you. Mm-hmm. If you don't well, know. Well, certain get... TVs did that, right? Smart TVs. <laughs> yep. You got to be if you if you buy the one with the microphone. Uh, but, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with Alexa. So all, all these technologies, uh, they have an always on listening. Now, there's um, different ways of handling that. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means if it's handled locally, that means your private information isn't going to the the server, is not being collected. Uh, in most cases, I think a lot of cases, it is going to uh, mm-hmm. you know the sort of central repository. But if you like with Facebook Messenger, it was literally listening. It literally can listen to your conversations to give you ads. Mm-hmm. You can test this, put on Facebook Messenger, and just talk about something and see what ads you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about, I don't know, hiking boots or something. Uh, so yeah, it's one of the things that's interesting to me with this is people really don't think about the consequences. We've talked about this before. We, we exchange convenience for privacy mm-hmm. all the time. And it's one of the trade-offs of modern life for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I think it's important to always try to be thinking three steps down the road, especially when you're committing to putting something under your skin. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and the flip side of exactly what you just talked about is that as organizations, as companies, we also need to think, what are the options here for somebody who's not comfortable with this? Yes, there will be people who want to exchange privacy or um, even putting microchips in their bodies for the sake of convenience, but there will be others who don't want that. So don't remove those options to have maybe less convenience in from our lens. But if I'm a customer and I want to stand in line because I want to pay cash, that should be an option. I don't I shouldn't have to provide my private information just to interact with you in today's oh world. Although gosh. we're going in that direction. Jamie, I know. Pay cash. That's so quaint. I know, isn't it? I know. And that's I, so 2012. That's so 2011, Jamie. And if my husband listens to this, he's going to laugh because I never have cash on me, like ever. <laughs> so but you want the right to use cash when you want to. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Right, so it. it's a, uh, but I think options is key. And I think thinking through the future is key and thinking through are we providing enough for everybody so that it's not, there's not just a one way road here. 
that you you have something available for those people who might not be comfortable. Right. And as leaders, making sure they have your team, has, if you start heading in the direction of these technologies and offering them, make sure there are options. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're not mandatory. Um, mm-hmm. Because even if uh, we'll see, we'll see how things develop in society, at least here in the United States on that in that area. But sounds like, um, you know, I don't know if there's a law or uh, it's probably a bad HR practice. <laughs> it probably be, it would probably be a good brute ground dude, but I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but it, it's just bad culture. It's just a uh, bad practice to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so I think make make sure any technology you use that could be personally invasive, make sure it's optional. And have a friend like Adam in your life who tells you things like this to make you really, you know, jumpy and paranoid everywhere you go because <laughs> <laughs> it's actually helpful. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say that. I will say that your uh, your nervous waves have been helpful. How am I nervous? So. <laughs> I'm like the least nervous person you know. <laughs> I know you're not nervous, but what should uh, yeah. I don't know? R- risk Thoughtful. my risk assessing ways. <laughs> yes, risk risk assessing. That's, that's, that's go. enough of a good ring. We're gonna need a new term, but we'll find that later. <laughs> <laughs> Be like Adam. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now that you know, she didn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. I think we've given an, uh, everybody enough to think about with this one. Um, and I don't know how to tie this one up into a tidy bow. I'll, I'll do, do it. Thanks so much for listening to Crack the Customer <laughs> Code, a proud member of the C-Suite Radio family. If you like C-Suite Radio, then check out C-Suite TV and watch in-depth interviews with business content for C-Suite leaders and entrepreneurs. And it's all on demand. Get insider secrets by going to csuitetv.com. I'm Adam DePork, and you can learn more about me and our customer service workshops and training at CustomersThatStick.com. And I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can find lots of customer experience resources like blogs, webinars, and more at 360Connects.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.